Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast. The podcast that makes itself. We're not doing anything here. We're just cutting. It's the afternoon. It's 3.40. I'm trying the earlier edition of a podcast, mostly because we have a huge wedding in the Disco Biscuit community this weekend. Drew, who many of you know, does a lot of the community outreach and organization for the Disco Biscuits. He's getting married this weekend on Friday in Minnesota, and I'm headed to Minnesota to celebrate with him. So, we got to cut on a Tuesday because uh, I want to release a podcast before I get home. I want the podcast to come out on Sunday. Just as always, we're really liking this Sunday release schedule and we feel like you guys are liking it too because more and more people listen every week and it's really great to see. Welcome to episode 12. This is the Camp Bisco Saturday 2019, 7-20-2019 to be specific, this is the highlight show for that day in the sun that we all had a few weeks ago in Scranton, Pennsylvania. This show is all Saturday. We have a bunch of good stuff. We have a jam with Sammy. So could be Sammy's first appearance on the podcast. Maybe not, but might be. Um, and then we have a spacebird astronaut from later that evening. And then we have a spray paint into the song that you guys lovingly refer to as Sample Has a Name, which I guess that's just the name of it now. Um, We were calling it Inception for a while. I don't know what to call it. Let's put some lyrics on it, and then we'll figure out what it is. Um, Look, use the hashtag TouchdownsAllDay to get in touch with us. It wouldn't be called TouchdownsAllDay if we didn't want you to get in touch with us. You know, we call it uh, Stay Away a Day podcast or, or Hiding from Everyone podcast, which, uh, you know, I'm about 100 million short of making the Hiding Myself Away podcast. Um, but, you know, maybe we'll get around to it if things go well. So let's talk about some, you know, fan feedback that I've gotten about the podcast. I've been told by uh, a group of our uh, lazier fans that they appreciate the podcast because we are doing the work of finding the fine highlight moments of the shows and getting it to you, the listener, without you having to do anything besides subscribe and listen. It must be great. Um, they said it in a way that was kind of like, you know, your lazy fans appreciate this as if the Disco Biscuits don't absolutely 100% all the time cater to our lazy fans. They know that we have a free, we stream all the shows free on YouTube for their couch door. Duh. We love our lazy fans and we want to help you in your quest to do nothing. It is great when life creates itself and things happen and you are a part of it in a way that allows you to just stroll through life. As a light meander down a lightly stoned path in a wonderful forest. That is the theme of today's podcast. We are going to uh, put some things that we would normally talk about in episode 12 ahead to episode 13 because I have to cut this a hair early so I can go to Minnesota and sit on a lake for a couple of days because the big Minnesota State Fair is happening and apparently it's a sight to behold. I've never been there before, so this will be new for me to see the big Minnesota State Fair that everybody's been talking about for all these years. So we do have announcements, though, to make. Those announcements, I'm just going to let the Disco Biscuits make those announcements on September 4th, I believe. There's going to be some nice announcements. This podcast will come out before then. You know, just stay tuned to September 4th and be ready. We're going to hit the ground running. I think there's going to be a lot of news And a lot of interaction with you guys, which is going to be a lot of fun. But we do have some shows to announce. You guys know last week we announced the New Year's Eve run for the Disco Biscuits in New York City. We're closing down the PlayStation Theater. 
December 27 and 28, that's Friday and Saturday. December 31, 30 and 31, that's Monday and Tuesday. Sunday, the 29th, we take off. We're uh, going to Joe's Shanghai Dumplings or... um, Somebody was talking about doing a live Touchdowns All Day broadcast at a venue in New York City. What do you guys think about that? Is that a good idea? What does that show even look like? I do this show in my house, you know, by myself generally. Uh, I get a lot of help from Rich Steele and a lot of help from Crunk Mike, but they do their jobs from where they are. And then it all comes together right here. It's just me and the recording equipment and you guys. And I kind of like it that way. You know, when you're a musician, you always got to go somewhere to work. You always got to, if you want to do something, you have to leave. You got to get in a bus. You got to go there. You got to get on an airplane. You got to go there. The studio's in one location. The venue's in another location. The hotel's somewhere else. You always got to go somewhere. It's never cool to just be where you are and do something useful. And I've always wanted something like this podcast where, you know, on a Tuesday if I want to do something really positive for the for us, for the community, I can. I don't have to, you know, call an Uber, go to Burbank Airport, get on an airplane, sit on the plane for six hours, go to this other place, find an Uber, go across town, get to the hotel, put my stuff in the hotel, pull up the Googling and try and figure out where to go get some food. Go get some food. Food's not so great. Go home, pass out because the food wasn't so great. It's kind of tired. Wake up the next day. Have a little breakfast, then go get to another restaurant that I heard was better. That one's pretty good. Okay, that's cool. Then go back to the place, then figure out where I'm going to get a run in for the day, then do that, then come back, then realize I have no access to laundry, then get in an Uber, and then go to this venue where then I can do something good for the community. So you got to have a little bit of both. It's fun to go places. It's fun to do stuff. But... It does feel weird that it's hard at home to do stuff. And I love this idea of broadcasting from the studio here. And uh, and that's what we're doing today. And I really think this podcast is a great thing for that. Can we do this podcast live on stage somehow? Where we listen to music together and talk about it together? Can we do that? I don't know. Are we going to try? I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's take a Twitter question. This one is from at Barber Shreds. Hmm. Where do you guys get all these great photos for the recasts and the podcast shares? Thanks, me. Uh, This was a question I actually posed to the guys. And it ends up that uh, Andrew Blackstein, the photographer who's been taking pictures of the biscuits for years and years and is a huge contributor to any biscuit photo library you might see, uh, apparently he's putting a lot of photos into the recast and the social media sites at Touchdowns All Day on Instagram, at TDADBaby on Twitter. Uh, if you want to see his work and if you want to see the collection of our recasts that we're putting together, we now have a Tumblr page. And I know nobody's on Tumblr, but they pretty much let us make the page automatically. So whenever we post a recast... It automatically just goes to Tumblr. And so the Tumblr is going to be where if you just want to watch a bunch of like funny little clips, see a bunch of cool pictures. If you want to if you want to listen to recasts for some reason, if you want a smaller diet of podcasts, you know, you can go to the touchdowns all day Tumblr page and that's where they all live. And I don't know who is on Tumblr anymore. Apparently they sold the whole site for what, three million dollars when it. Only a couple years ago, it sold for close to $2 billion. I mean, I haven't researched those numbers. I'm just pulling them off the top of my head. But did they lose $1,597,000,000 on that deal? Plus all the costs and other stuff they did? Maybe. Maybe. You know, it is my great, great goal for the Disco Biscuits that... We can one day lose $1.597 million on a transaction and not give a shit. That's a big goal for the Biscuits right now. In the meantime, we are going to, uh, we have contest winners from the last, from two episodes ago. We have our 1,000th Instagram follower and we have way more followers than that now. I mean, that was like three weeks ago. At this point, at Touchdowns on the Day on Instagram has so many followers. It's insane. 
That was that was weeks ago. Uh, Maddie Matt Fields live. He's gonna go to Nick Kroll on the Fillmore Live Nation. Any show you want to see in September and October, tweet at the podcast contest. It's a great contest. We thank Live Nation for doing that for our fans. We thank them on behalf of you guys. The podcast naming contest that we were doing, that's still on. If you want to go to our socials, check the rules. You can listen to episode 11 if you really want to hear it delivered well. Um, And if you're in the Philly area and you want tickets to those Fillmore shows, join the catchphrase contest today. It's still on. We were going to announce a winner, but again, this podcast is being recorded a few days early because uh, I have to go be social and hang out. So that's that, folks. We're at episode 12. I want to thank everybody for listening. We have a great Camp Bisco show. And I'm really excited to get to the music. Also, real quick, um, we have a Tom Marshall interview that's wrapped. And the Tom Marshall interview will be in the next couple episodes. And me and Tom from the Osiris Podcast Network and obviously Fish, legendary lyricist. We had a great conversation, pretty funny stuff. You know, it was about some different topics. And I think you all are going to like that interview. That's coming up on a later episode of Touchdowns All Day. And also, we have an Aaron Magner interview coming up on Touchdowns All Day. So that's going to be Aaron and I just talking about music, laying it down for you all. I think that's going to be a really great conversation. Maybe talk a little bit about Biscuits, probably talk a little bit about Aaron's Spaga album. It's his debut album. I think it's out now, and it's available everywhere you consume music. Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube, maybe even. I think there's even vinyl available. You can go to the www.spagaband.com website and you can buy yourself his Spaga album. So it's not just Aaron. It's actually Aaron, Jason Fraticelli, and Matt Scarano. Uh, Jason Fraticelli is a bass player who's played with everybody. And Matt Scarano just kills all of the tracks that they do in Spaga Band. It's some amazing drumming. Really great work by those guys. And I'm proud of them. They really fucking killed it. They made some good music. So check out Spaga Band. You can check it out at, at Spaga Band, SpagaBand.com. They have a concert on Friday, September 6th at the Ardmore Music Hall. So that's on the main line in Philadelphia. And that's the hometown show, Ardmore Music Hall. Aaron lives out there. I know Jason Fraticelli lives in the area. And I'm not sure where the drummer lives, to be honest, but I believe that's the hometown show at the Ardmore Music Hall. And if you are a Pennsylvania, New Jersey fan of Spaga Band, and I know everyone listening to this podcast is, then you got to get out there and you got to support my man on Friday at the Ardmore Music Hall. And they also have another concert Saturday, September 7th at Le Poisson Rouge. In New York City, uh, when I used to live in New York City, we used to go to La Poisson Rouge all the time. That's a dope venue, super vibey, really cool. And to have the music that those guys are playing in that room is going to be a great combo. So check them out. Friday, September 6th, Armour Music Hall. Saturday, September 7th, La Poisson Rouge. Uh, go to spogband.com for tickets or any way that you guys know that stuff better than me, right? You guys know how to go to a show. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't know how to go to a show. But I, I really think that band's very cool, and I love the fact that you can get vinyl, and I love Jason Fraticelli and I are old friends, and it's just really great to see everybody coming together and making music. That's what it's all about, right? So we're moving here. We got some great interviews coming up to some future Touchdowns All Day podcasts, and we have, you know, just everything moving along. I'm super excited about it. Our sponsor this week is Aspen Grove Tea. So I told you the whole story last week. Basically, this is the ideal advertisement for the, our for our podcast because we got the stuff and we loved it. If you are a tea drinker, you should go get some Aspen Grove tea at aspengrovetea.com. They did get back to me. Last week, I was talking about them using CBD isolate, and I wasn't quite sure why, and they got back to me. And this is what they said. They said it's a water-soluble substance that infuses into the water at the same time as the tea giving you the bioavailability of the CBD immediately. Using water-soluble substance is important because using oil 
It's not an intuitive blend, and it'll blend inside your body, and it delays the bioavailability. So I guess what they're trying to say is when you when they use a CBD isolate, you're, by bioavailability, what they mean is that your body actually can use it. it when, you know, like they say this about turmeric. Everybody says like, oh, you know, you got to have turmeric and everything, and turmeric is the best thing ever. And then you're like, okay, I, I ate some turmeric. And then they're like... Did you put black pepper in it? And you're like, no, I just ate the turmeric. I didn't even really enjoy that, to be honest with you. And then they'll be like, oh, well, it doesn't do anything. It's not bioavailable unless you crack some black pepper in it. And at that point, my head explodes. I don't know what happens to your head at that point, but I think that when you do these healthy things, it's very important that there's a good ratio between them actually helping you versus the chance that they're going to make your head explode. And unfortunately, turmeric makes my head explode. But Aspen Grove Tea does not. And I think what they're trying to do is they use the CBD that actually works. You don't have to do anything fancy with it. You just drink it. It's delicious. I'm a fan. Hopefully, uh, hint, hint, they're going to send me a new box because I'm out. They have a few different kinds. They have Awake, Spring, Summer, and Rest. Uh, summer I haven't tried yet, but it's rooibos tea with orange peels and rose hips and flowers and petals and vanilla and all this weird stuff. Um, apparently you can mix it with a little rum or something and it's tasty. I don't know. I don't know what I heard there. And word on the street is a little, uh, a little Aspen Grove iced tea spike is a good blend. Anyways, um, you know, I'm going to thank them. Go to aspengrovetea.com, use the discount code TOUCHDOWNS at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That's the part I'm supposed to say. Use the discount code TOUCHDOWNS for 10% off your entire order at aspengrovetea.com. We're mass communicating! on the Touchdowns All Day podcast. That's going to be awesome. It's going to come out in a, a week or two. We are going to listen to his new Spaga Band EP. Check him out at the Ardmore Music Hall. Basically this Friday for you guys. When you listen to this, it'll be that Friday. And um, and then you, when we play the songs, when we talk about the songs, you'll have you'll have seen it live and you'll get it. You know what I'm saying? So do your do your prep work for the podcast. It's really, really exciting. I don't know. It's going to be... I think Aaron and I, what we're going to try and do is actually do what I do with while listening to the Biscuits music. I haven't gotten anybody to bite on let's listen to the Biscuits music together on the podcast yet, but Aaron's game for that. So we're going to do that. And I'm excited to have... Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that to be part of the podcast every once in a while where I actually listen to, you know, this music that we make is so crazy and so insane. And I want to do, just get some people like obviously Aaron's heard it before, but, you know, maybe, you know, Barack Obama would like to listen to some Disco Biscuit Jams one day. Maybe we can get this podcast to a point where it would make sense for that to happen. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, uh. I don't know. I don't know who else. You guys tell me who you want to do that with. But let's try it first with Aaron. Aaron, let's guinea pig the idea with Aaron and see how it goes. I'm going to do it by myself here today. We have Camp Bisco Saturday, 7-20-2019. We have Epic Jams today. I just wanted to let you guys know that we are getting a website ready for Touchdowns All Day, too, so we can 
kind of make it easier. People have said they've had trouble finding episodes and stuff like that. And we're just going to make a resource. It's going to be touchdownsallday.com. It's going to be a resource for people to find what they need to get the episodes to see what we are building here. And we're looking for some help with that. So if you're an IT person or a graphic designer or you know how to make a Squarespace page, uh, send us an email with you know, what you're interested in helping with, some work samples maybe, or a skill set description or some kind of thing that will let us know how, you know, what's going on. You know, just let us know who we're talking to. And send that to podcast at touchdownsallday.com. Make this subject like website or something like that, and then we'll figure it out right away. Um, Yeah, we're going to make a website, and we're looking for help because, you know, everything that uh, people help with tends to be better. So we're hoping to make a really cool website for you guys. Let's get started on the jams today. This first jam is going to be Magellan with Sammy. And this is Sammy again with the biscuits. This version of Sammy, this is Sammy and Alan on stage at the same time. This version of Sammy with the biscuits felt amazing to me because, and let's see if we can hear it. Um, It just felt like there was an immediate kind of memory of playing Sammy, playing with Sammy back in the old days. And I felt like it was just kind of like there was almost like things that I felt like I could do on guitar that were like, oh, this is something that works really great with Sammy. Let's check it out. Thank you. 
Double drum biscuits. Huge. I really like it. It has a very, very big sound. And I feel like, you know, this is one of those jams where it's real, real, real groovy all the time. Because it's in three. It's very rare to hear a jam in three. This is like an insane waltz, if you will. For those of you who are writing the jam down on music paper, you might want to put waltz in the corner. You, you'd have a... Not really waltz. Um... You know, these three jams, though, are a little hard sometimes to tighten up. They get loose real quick, and then they stay that way. But double drums puts enough rhythmic elements in that looseness that it kind of is kind of great. Maybe we'll have uh, more guest drummers on Magellan. You know, going forward or something like that. What's interesting, I never really thought of Magellan as a as a jazz jam. I've always thought of it like kind of like a bitches brew type of vibe where it stays modally in the key and it trucks along and it, there's like a certain amount of cacophony mixed into it and then it all kind of rises to a fever pitch and then explodes into the melody. And we have been doing that for a minute. Um, however, that version, it kind of felt like we could build little, little like minute and a half long up and downs, which we were doing there. It seemed like Magner's doing these large going up and then coming down and sometimes he goes up and then he chills and then I go up and then down a little bit and then he grabs it down and goes all the way down. And it feels like that's happening a little bit. And then I was thinking to myself, like, this is jazz. This is straight up jazz right now. And we can take some jazz concepts and add them to the up and downs we can have some harmonic changes maybe a two five in there somewhere we'll see what happens that it's an interesting it's an interesting little thing i think we can have some fun with the magellan jam in a jazzy way look out for that in the future here is later on spacebird astronaut
bunch of great ideas so far in this jam. I think they are... They're building towards this right here. It seems like with the synth pedal, when I go to those kind of strange sitari violiny synth lines on the guitar, that they're very vibey. But it's hard to take them to other places. And in this jam, we seem to like slip out of that nicely and into some, you know, cool, funky stuff. This is like a, a very controlled 128 BPM kind of house jam we're doing.
This kind of sounds like if you were to have like a scene in a movie where two people were both on motorcycles driving through an abandoned city, let's say Scranton, fighting each other while driving at 150 miles an hour on these motorcycles through these like crazy city roads and whipping around. There's like a hecticness in this jam. There's a craziness in this jam that I think some people would listen to it and be like, oh, you know, that just sounds sloppy to me or something, right? You know, yes, it does. It does. But the sloppiness is kind of what's, you know, that's the rebellion in it. That's the, you know, that's that's the craziness in it. It's also literally come out of something that was totally different, which has come out of something which is totally different, which came out of something which was totally different. So we're probably all on stage just... I mean, we seem happy to be in this because it's just like... Like, what is this? great to hear you know you can tell that uh that i spent many years in the jimmy page school of uh hugely powerful moments mixed with incredibly hectic guitar playing you can tighten up your guitar playing a lot in life you really can and those of you who don't play guitar you still can tighten up your guitar player a lot guitar playing sorry you can do it but uh Sometimes you're just on a Buddhist-like walk in the biggest, most majestic mountains in the world, and you realize that the notes, they go out into the ether either way. Maybe Jimmy Page will come on the podcast. I just started following his Instagram page, and it's actually pretty good, and it seems like maybe it's him. I don't know if 
guy like that has time for an Instagram page. But uh, his is pretty cool. I enjoy, I enjoy his the photographs and his little walk back into time to the Led Zeppelin life. Back to more biscuits. This is spray paint sample, aka Inception, aka Wandering. The last jam, honestly, it was obvious, but I didn't hear it until it happened. So sometimes you're in these situations where it's obvious and you still don't know where we're going. But this is, you know, this is a typical spray paint jam that from what Rich Steele is telling me here is just goes to a different place than usual. Let's let's go with it. Let's see what happens.
like what's going on here. I like it when we sit in these, just kind of feeling the pulse type of sections. I think there's so much pull to play and play over the top. Doesn't need to happen. We can just let the pulse be the pulse and let the light show be the light show. And things will, things will happen on their own. Things will come out of the music on their own. You don't need to tell the music, oh, it should be this. You can just sit inside of the, the cube that we're in and the, the little rotation that we're in. And it will evolve on its own.
episode 12, the episode that made itself. This was a no-brainer. This was very easy. It was really fun. Thank you guys for listening. Special thanks to Rich Steele, Crunk Mike, and the Osiris Podcast Network as well. This week we have special thanks for Andrew Blackstein on photos, Dennis Penglase on our community in Facebook, and Will Sozansky, who's been making the creative, heady artworks. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Takes a little bit of a village to make the Touchdowns All Day podcast at this point, and that is a cool thing to be expected at episode 12. we got a website coming up for you guys. It'll be very cool, and thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next episode Aaron Magner coming up, Tom Marshall coming up, a lot of good things in the future. So we will talk to you then. We're mass communicating.